Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to My Dad Wrote a Porno, The Footnotes. Now it's time for you guys to ask us anything. Oh God, James. Yeah, we put a call out on social media for questions and we've had over five. So uh, <laughs> this is going to be amazing. Is this an AMA? Yeah, I guess so. Do you remember we did an AMA once and we didn't really know how it worked and we fucked it right up? Yeah, this is an AUA. It's an AUA. Ask us anything. Very good. You both um, looked really pleased with yourselves with that one. <laughs> Can I just get one out of the way just to like just to, just to kick us off? Oh yeah, sure. Are we sure Belinda isn't pregnant? We've followed her daily life for months now, and not once has she had a period. That's Ella. Well, Ella, I don't think that Dad's going to be writing about her menstrual cycle, but, you know, maybe something for book eight. No, but you, you, yeah, you always say, like, when people complain about Belinda going to the toilet and things like that, it's like, why? Of course he yeah. wouldn't write these things. Harry Potter doesn't go to the toilet either, but no one's, like, calling up J.K. Rowling being like, excuse me, he hasn't had a poo in ages. You don't know that. She might be getting <laughs> lots true. of mail about that. She might be screening all of them. Well, we're going to do the same. Um, Lisa says, I actually want to know more about you three. What do you do for a living? Oh. Does she really? She says, has my dad or a porno changed your daily life in any way? Well, that's not the same question. <laughs> <laughs> know, it's two very different questions. Um, well, James, you're a very successful TV producer. I'm a TV producer. BAFTA nominated. BAFTA nominated. Just put my certificate up on the wall. <laughs> Bless you with your certificate. It doesn't actually say, it doesn't say your name on it. It says production team. Yeah, he stole that from work. Um, Yeah, Alice, you are, well, you do many things, Al. You're like a Renaissance woman. Right, sure. Well, I'm like a TV radio person, really. You're a polymath pain in the ass. Aren't you like a designer as well or something? Have I written that on my CV? If it says it on my CV, yeah. Yeah, I am, yeah. Or if people are looking for them, I'll do it, yeah. And Jamie, you're, um, well, not only do you edit this podcast, which people will be surprised to hear yes. that we edit it. I know, yeah. It just sounds like ramblings in the dark, but yeah, I do edit it. Time's yes. actually been spent on that. You're also a director. <laughs> do you have one of those chairs? A director. Um, I don't, but maybe you could get me one for Christmas. Oh my God, that'd be nice. Can I actually talk about my proudest career achievement? We know. You got nominated for a BAFTA, Jesus. No, no, no. Better than that. I created Barriende. <gasps> okay. 
Number one, not even saying it right. Number two, you didn't even know you created it. So how can you say you created it? Okay, so Barriende is this meme that's been doing the rounds for years of Jesse from Little Mix doing a Jamaican accent. And I am the reason it exists. What do you mean you are the reason? Like you have voice box or something? (laughs) So I was a producer at a job where we were doing a YouTube channel where we interviewed celebrities. Hmm. And someone emailed us like, Little Mix are coming in in an hour do something with them and it was around the time like accent challenges were big on youtube where you'd like do an accent you oh to yeah, guess yeah, what yeah. It was. that was a heyday wasn't it and they pull out different accents and have to emulate them so jesse pulls out jamaican and then just makes this really bizarre noise she goes like that <laughs> didn't think anymore and then and then does a jamaican accent so she does do a jamaican that wasn't her do i don't know she was like warming up to do a jamaican accent oh or something maybe like that. she claims it's a noise that little mix make to each other when they're thinking oh okay <laughs> i mean <laughs> well come for on. a start they don't think no i'm joking they're lovely girls anyway we, we put it in the video like really not thinking much of it and then it just became like shared everywhere yeah we I say it at work it. a lot but what do you say? Barriende. 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 So, yeah, I created Barriende. Um, you didn't create I it. I created Barriende. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, and I was in a lot of trouble when it became what it became. So, as you can see, we've all touched the zeitgeist in our own ways. Um, Barriende. Craig Smith wants to know, um, the podcast is obviously based on Jamie's dad's penchant for writing, but if there was a podcast about James and Alice's parents' hobbies... Mm. what would they be and what would it be about? That's quite easy for me, I think, because, you know, my mum is a, she's a keen allotmenteer. Yes. So I think it would probably be a gardening podcast. Uh, She grows all the marrows, all the aubergines. She's got a kind of lovely, sultry (laughs) Scottish accent. accent, So, yeah, yeah, I think that she could do quite a nice, nice gardening one. she should do that. As I was saying it, I was like, please don't do this without me. Somehow can I be a producer (laughs) on it? Thanks. What would my dad do? Um, uh, what's he play? Tennis or squash? Yeah, he does play tennis. Yeah. And he's a huge mm. Chelsea football fan. Can those two things marry somehow? <laughs> Maybe a sports podcast, <laughs> there we go, Alice. Sports, a sports, sports podcast. I knew there was a word for it. <laughs> James. Um, <laughs> Nigel's could be how to make saurine. Yeah, eating copious amounts of saurine. Or um, he does love a, a cross stitch. He loves sewing. What? He wants, sewed an, F- he wants sewed an F1 car, oh. which I think he's had mounted on the wall. My, my parents Life are big size. F1 fans. Not a life size. <laughs> one of those circle things that you stitch. That's cool. You like that. My mum, what does my mum like doing? Playing on the iPad? <laughs> Candy Crush on the iPad? Oh, so could she do a kind of twitching, sort of iPad twitching podcast? So she's like, she's doing one about watching other people on iPads too. Oh, Twitch. It's not twitching. It's oh, Twitch. oh, was that? Oh, was, <laughs> am I like talking about the bird watching? watching? Okay. <laughs> Twitch. Oh, she could set up a Candy Crush Twitch. Yeah, she could make a fortune. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. Well, when this all wraps up, at least we've got avenues to explore. <laughs> My mum had an allotment. My mum played Candy Crush. My stepdad did a needlepoint. <laughs> um, I've got one here that says, um, are Jamie and Alice dating? Out of the bag. We are busted. <laughs> Is it that obvious? I wouldn't say dating, just bumping uglies. Oh, ho, ho. That's really not pleasant. Ho. They cannot keep their hands <laughs> off each other. Yeah, I don't think we'd be that compatible, would we? I think we'd have a very fiery relationship. Yeah. <laughs> very passionate. The highs would be high and the lows would be low. <laughs> Some days we don't speak. <laughs> but my God, the kissing would be bitey. Oh my God, how much would I have to pay you to kiss me? Ugh. It's too, it's too weird. You're like one of my sisters now. It's utterly odd, isn't it? Yeah. But James, you wouldn't have to pay me a penny. There's not enough money in the world. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I think round this table, most likely to kiss, Jamie and James. <laughs> Give me a little kiss. <laughs> um, Vera wants just to be reminded of something. Uh, she says, Jamie mentioned at some point that he knows someone who has an expression to describe a shit degree. Um, something about a left toe? What was it? <laughs> Vera, I will tell you. It is a degree in cake icing and Morris dancing from the University of Your Left Toe <laughs> I love that. I still use that. Big shout out to my mum's friend Jane for that one. Brilliant. Someone said, not a question, just wanted to say hi from a smug swing dancer. Oh, we mentioned that earlier in the series. Well, you did. So smug. Honestly, so smug. Hello to you, Katie. Des Martin's support group has asked... Um, what's your fave juz abreve of oh. Rocky Flintstone on oh, Twitter? Oh, yes. Okay, so this is your dad's uh, preferred reply structure, which is just, J-U-S, apostrophe, plus a verb. Like, just saying, yeah. or like a just doing. Um, I have two. Um, he was once talking about, I think someone asked what his favourite meal was or something, <laughs> and he said, turkey sandwich, just chomping. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That was a good one. Which is a good one. Um, and, then, <laughs> and then someone asked him if he was ever drunk when he wrote the books. And he just said, just hicken. <laughs> yeah. I love him. Um, Sarah wants to know, how did you three meet? Yeah, I've seen Ooh, that a few times. That's actually. a good one. Um, well, we all met at university, the University of Leeds. Yes. Um, at different times. I met yeah. you both separately and then we kind of somehow all became... And then we met through you, I think. Yeah. You you brought us all together. Me, I'm all the connective oh. tissue. Um, well, I met Jamie at a Halloween party. Yes, you did. Uh, James hated me the first time we met. No, you. no, no. I didn't hate you. Yes, you did. You, but Jamie you actively was... despised me. <laughs> How do you actively despise someone? I don't know, but he did. <laughs> no, Jamie was just like at this party, being like it was around Freshers' Week. It was we're all quite yeah, new to university, on, yeah. and Jamie was just being really funny, and everyone loved Jamie, and I was just like, who's this guy? He's a bit mouthy. He's a bit. <laughs> Full of it. <laughs> Full of himself. Um, and then we ended up walking home together. Yeah, really, oh, really romantic. early in the morning. <laughs> I was Was your so blazer draped over James's shoulders? <laughs> it was the most special night of my life. No. I didn't know that he was gay at the time, actually. Took Neither did he. <laughs> <laughs> he just liked cuddling boys. It came up on me all of a sudden. <laughs> but actually, there's a weird thing about the first time that we met, because, um, and, I, and I'm not proud of this, actually, but... You are. I'm, no, I'm actually not. Um, the night that we walked home... Are we so proud of this? I just remembered all There was a kind of like a pile of road paint on the pavement, which had been spilled by someone, yeah. yeah. Um, And I was like, oh, we should... I was really shit-faced. I was like, we should like write our names on the pavement so that, you know, we'll always remember this (laughs) night or something. (laughs) And I was like, who's this fucking maverick? And and so I like got like a takeaway leaflet and like dipped it in this and just wrote Jamie on the pavement in Leeds outside the Parkinson building which is quite a big landmark in the city. And then I went to write James's name underneath and I got as far as the little J and he was like, I think our names are similar enough actually and just pushed <laughs> me into the road. <laughs> James, you're such a goody two-shoes. Did you not want to be there for time in memoriam? Well, I mean, it's not wise, is it, to graffiti with your own name? No, probably not. Uh, but I do have photographic evidence of the actual yeah. art installation. And has it endured for as long as the friendship? No, it's long gone now, I think. I think it's disappeared. <laughs> Sorry, is the it friendship really? or yeah, the yeah. writing? Both. Both. Oh, that's quite sad. Yeah, yeah, it's all gone. Sorry about that. So uh, get over it. Um, And then I met Alice on a bus once. You were friends with my friend. Well, you were friends with my friend. Right, sure. 
and Alice was like really funny and I was like, oh, she's funny. Sounds about right. Embarrassed. <laughs> Quipping about something or other. And then I didn't really think much more of it. And then I bumped into her one day. And he and, fell in love with me. And then we kind of got to know each other. And you thought we were dating for a while. No, I didn't. I did think that for a little bit. But that is because you gave me all the signals. There was one night I was in my flat and I got a text from Alice saying, oh, can I come over and borrow a DVD? I was basically... <laughs> Which a was a ruse. I mean, it was all a ruse. <laughs> I was a blockbuster back then. Like everyone used to come and borrow my DVDs and stuff like that. Put on my best chapstick and wandered over there. (laughs) So I opened the door and it's Alice. I thought it was an Alice in my building who had frequently borrowed DVDs from me. And was much cooler than me. And he (laughs) was really excited to lend it to her. And then he he actually opened the door and went, oh, it's you. (laughs) (laughs) What was the DVD out of interest? Garden State. Oh God, that's so, that is so 2005. (laughs) Um, did I ever give it back? Yeah, you think you did. I think I've still got it in my collection to this day. You can borrow it whenever you like. It was the last DVD I ever returned. Mm. Um, yeah, you weren't you weren't very happy. But then, to be fair, we did forge a friendship and some of the best dates I've ever been on. We uh, watched Titanic <laughs> together we one did. night and that many nice. nights. Um, <laughs> yeah, we were inseparable romantically. <laughs> Um, and then I guess we just kind of yeah I don't know I don't got to remember know meeting other. you no I don't remember no. me- which one are you again forgettable <laughs> <laughs> and the one whose dad wrote a porno oh yeah people talk about you a lot yeah um, I think we met end of first year yeah well yeah, I can't yeah, yeah, really maybe. remember you not being there That's it's not that I don't remember meeting you it's that I don't remember not knowing you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I feel similar yeah. <laughs> shut up um, Gareth has asked, when did the singing start on the podcast and how soon can it be stopped? Gareth, you sassy little minx. <laughs> well, actually, I have always enjoyed singing. Um, no probably, one has enjoyed hearing you, but you've probably noticed that my voice is um, actually, I think, got more sultry with age. Um, wow. As the podcast has progressed, I feel like it's become... It's kind of more textured than mm. ever. Does um, sultry mean bad? Is it another word for bad? <laughs> Tone deaf, yeah. Tone deaf? Tone deaf? Yes. Ow. You guys are out of your minds. <laughs> I can't sing either, I will admit. James that. thinks he can sing, but can't as flat as you like. <laughs> are you joking me? Oh, can't I? No, I should stop singing. That he, what did he say? He hates the singing. Yeah, it got quite a few likes as well. I actually think <gasps> that Gareth is talking about you, James. Okay, no more singing then. Screw you lot. I have a question from Katie, and this has come up quite a lot, actually. I've seen this, this question bobbing around. Does anyone know what happened to Belinda's fledgling used knickers business? Genuinely think she was onto something. <laughs> she was onto something, I think. Well, I think maybe they were just favours. You know, I think they were just kind of, she was currying favour with favours. Oh, okay. So it's a one-off. It was a little kind of um, yeah. memento, Remember keepsake. Remember me, you know, keep sure. them sweet. Make sure that she's kind of greasing those business contacts. So we might not see that reappear. Yeah, I wouldn't hold your breath on that one, Katie. A lot of people... Can we just kibosh this now? Like, a lot of people asking similar questions like, has Rocky's writing influenced your sexual behaviour in any way? No. Yeah. Of course not. What are you on about? <laughs> has it to anyone? If we tracked it, would we say generally as a three having more or less sex since the, since <laughs> the reading of the books? Now I think about it. More but more. worse. Yeah, more but worse. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Ryan has said um, this is a question for you James actually oh. uh, when Spooner was introduced we got our first potentially bisexual character and even though mm. it's probably not going to happen if you could choose two male characters from the books that could have an affair who would they be? Oh excellent question Ryan Ryan I'm so glad you asked <laughs> this um, I guess it would have to be Marco Arena. I knew you were going to say yeah, that I knew it as well 
Should we guess who his other one would be? I'm going to say the youngish man. Oh, I was going to say Butch the Sunburnt Kid. Oh. He's a twunk. <laughs> no, uh, Peter Rouse. Oh, yeah. Oh. Just because I think they're both good looking guys. Right. Peter Rouse has got what I like to think of as like a really good dad bod. No, no, didn't. Wasn't he described as having like a six pack or something? But he's older, isn't he? I See, the thing is, I always imagine all the men <laughs> as dumpy, like balls. Right. <laughs> But I think recently I've tried to get past that and actually go with what Rocky's actually described. And yeah, Peter Rouse had a six pack. Yeah. Marco Rodriguez. Sexy. Gorgeous. Hasn't yeah. he? Had that voice that was so well, so well received. Um, so Everyone that. fancies Rodriguez. Yeah, Hayley Atwell said that she quite liked Rodriguez. Yeah, those two. Rodriguez and uh, Rouse. Okay, good choices. I find that very arousing. Um, Alice, I have one for you from Vicky. Mm. Does Alice like a and and Y? <laughs> It's such a good question. <laughs> Which I'm assuming you're not going to answer. So next My question. answer is fourfold. <laughs> <laughs> and why that got me. <laughs> yeah, it was the why that I found <laughs> so funny about it. <laughs> like a blind date question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. What's your name and where'd you come from? <laughs> Let's have a recap from our Graham. Steve wants to know, is it time for Belinda Blink the Musical? Oh. oh. Um, I mean, yeah, I think. I think so. <laughs> Alice as all of the characters. <laughs> oh my God, I'd love to make it into a musical. Yeah, I think we have to at some point. Imagine the stuff you could write songs about. Mm. Pots and pans rhymes with so much. <laughs> it does. Cuss, cuss evaporators. <laughs> Ten points if you can rhyme that with something good. The Duchess could do like a big ballady number about dildos or something like that. Oh That'd yeah. Nice, wouldn't it? Dildos. Uh, that's what I've got to say. <laughs> we'll workshop that. That's yeah, a good okay, start though. Good. So Duffy, not sure if this is the songstress, but Duffy wants to know, questions for Alice Levine and James Cooper. Have your parents met Rocky Flintstone? And if so, what do they talk about? I don't know if they have, actually. My parents have met Rocky. Yeah, my parents love your parents, actually. My parents love your parents. Well, that's good you're getting married then, isn't it? (laughs) I guess they'll see each other on the big day. How have your parents never met mine? That's Surely insanity. at a show, because sometimes the Flintstones come to a live show. But they've never been at the same show, I don't think. On purpose? <laughs> oh no, one of our early ones, they must have been in the same room. But we used to live with each other for years. Like, yeah. How had they never met? That's know. bad. Have they met? I don't know. I don't know. Fuck. Let's rectify that. Shall we? Should we have a little... Uh... Oh, should we have like a big Christmas, all of our parents... Everyone's like, family around the table. Oh, oh my, my goodness. We can absolutely try it. I mean, your family will be taking up half the table. There's <laughs> so many Flintstones. Um, Gabriel says, will you please admit, Jamie, that Rocky Flintstone knows about anal play? M- Michelle says, will you please say it as well? Alyssa says, just say it, Jamie. Johnny says, say my dad is an expert in anal play and that's why I don't have 17 siblings. Karen says, just say it. Eric says, say it. Penny says, say it. John Massey's asked. Just say it. Have- just Jamie, say just it. say it. Hang on, what are you asking me to say? Uh, my my dad is an expert in anal play. Well, for a start, he's not an expert in anything. Sorry, so, just say, for a start, he's not an expert in anal play, and then we've got all the words we need. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just don't think I need to say it. I think his writing really says it all. Speaks for itself. So you're saying he is an expert in anal play? No, have you read the book? Just say it. <laughs> We're not going to have this fight every week. Craigie has a question. Do you worry that Rocky might get too big for his boots and hire a replacement cast for his readings? (laughs) He'd want to. He'd love it. (laughs) Who do you think he'd fire first? Me. No. You're you're essential to the title. Yeah, I think me. No, I think me. Someone once told me I'm the Michelle of the podcast. (gasps) 
That is what. What does that mean? Sorry. Well, you're Beyonce because it can't happen without you. Oh, great! I'm Kelly Rowland. She's Kelly Rowland because oh, this is Destiny's Child. Yeah, because she's such a funny woman. Um, (laughs) And I'm Michelle because I'm surplus to requirements. James, we all love you. You're the most popular one. And also, she does have a number one gospel album. Um, Does she? Yeah. Um, But Jamie, (laughs) I say that like yeah, like it's a bad thing. No, I'm impressed. I'm saying like, don't scoff. He's been BAFTA nominated. That's true. He's a whole production team. The Michelle of. the podcast. But wait, it definitely would be me because Jamie, as we've just established, you're in the title. Mm. James, you're the favourite even more than Jamie. Yeah. You're the oh, son if, that if Rocky, Rocky was never him. had. Right, yeah. he, and he thinks I'm a troublemaker. <laughs> <laughs> and he isn't wrong. <laughs> He'd get rid of me in an instant. If I wasn't a girl, I'd be out on my ass. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, that was a bit of a comprehensive overview. I think that's enough now, yeah? I think it's too much. <laughs> they were really good, though. They, they were fun. Thanks for the question. Sorry if we didn't get round to yours. Yeah, we should do this again, actually. We should leave them wanting more, which was about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> okay, bye. Love you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.